skin and blister. We're two sisters. Supporting each other from across the pond. Guess what? It's here. It's time. It is the skin and blister talk show. Hi, Saz. How's your day going? You are coming through so crystal clear. Guys, oh we had a moment there. A, mm-hmm. a moment of unable to interact. It was we terrifying. Thought, we thought you wouldn't be able to hear us natter on for an hour, which would have been absolutely devastating. Uh-oh. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Claudette has a lot to say. She has Cause... a lot. So today we've got a new formula for you guys. We're going to start right off with the question. So should we should we hit that right now, Kez? What do you think? Let's hit it. I need to pull it up. All right. Okay. I got it. I got it. What did you learn about having friends growing up and after you left? As you mentioned, having a close friend on the commune was certainly not encouraged. Were there specific people you missed when you left? Did you ever miss your family? Oh, uh, okay. There's lots of layers there. That's yeah. a really good question. Thank you good. for sending it in. Kaz, you want to jump in? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was an interesting vibe there because basically there was a hierarchy of allegiances in the commune and The first one was to, I would like to say it was to God, but it wasn't. Um, It was definitely commune first, then God, then your family, probably, then your friends. Does that sound right? Yeah, I wonder... I mean, I think friends would almost be at the bottom after like adults in your life. Does that make sense? Because like your teachers and your like any elderly people were like very respected. Mm -hmm. Um, And then like friends would be like the bottom of the list. Yeah, definitely. In other words, like friendship was not really something that was valued at all or encouraged um because you were kind of supposed to get along with like everyone equally in an ideal world there obviously that's not gonna happen because humans are humans um but it was kind of it was a little bit fake because you were supposed to pretend that everyone was like equally your friend in your age group or Um, And then, yeah, it was a hierarchy. So it was like, yeah, it was like the leaders, the men, the old people, you know, the women, then your peers, like anyone older had seniority over you as far as like being able to tell you what to do. And then like, and I remember this one time, um, I had a really good friend growing up, like, Actually, she's been on here, Abby, on the pod. Um, And we were like in the same class as babies and then all the way up through um, high school. But like we kind of came and went out of each other's lives, depending on where our families were moved around. 
But um, in high school, we were like super tight. And I remember people would get like mad at us for being friends. They'd say like, oh, you have a, they'd always call it a clique. Like you have a clique, like you can't, you know, you spend too much time together. Um, You need to break it up, that type of thing. It was very strange. Saz, do you have any input on that? Well, they used to throw this clique word around quite a lot. So I was, I actually didn't know what it was. Like, <laughs> I mean, I knew what it was, but like, I, I was just thinking now, what it, does that actually mean? And it basically means a small, close-knit group of people who do not readily allow others to join them. So it was definitely mm-hmm. used as a negative thing when we yeah. were growing up. Yeah. But, uh, and like, I guess that is a kind of negative description, but not as negative as the connotation. Like if you were in a clique when we were growing up, that was super bad. Like yeah, that was, really bad. That was like something that needed to be dealt with. Um, so yeah, like Kez and her friend got <laughs> in trouble. Um, Did you have a clique with anyone? I had some really good close friends um but i don't know if we were ever like had to be separated to the extent <laughs> that you did oh um, my god so dramatic yeah i don't, yeah i mean i had a really good friend growing up in the uk and then we uh moved to the us and actually i was super good friends with her cousin <laughs> <laughs> And then that family moved away. And then I was like really good friends with another um, girl. So I think it's kind of circumstance, but yeah. I mean, I was friends with everyone, but these were like my close friends. Yeah. It's interesting because like, for instance, with moving, you know, across the country with my son, I like, really encouraged you know I got him a um like one of those watch phones so that he can call his friends whenever he wants and uh and whenever they're available to like play a game online I make sure he has time to do that and stuff because I I really see the value of you know having him have that type of support network of friends around him Um, And then I also like really encouraged him to make new friends here. And, and I just remember like when, cause we were kind of like just random, it was very intense. Like we were randomly just shuffled to a different place Mm -hmm. within like with one or two days notice sometime. And when that happened with a whole family, like, no one ever even thought about like, oh, your friends are here. Like that wasn't even a factor. No, not at all. Not at all. Like, and you weren't encouraged to stay in touch with them or anything. Like it was just like, boom, people could come or go so fast out of your life. Like nothing was, including like even your parents. I I remember um, like our parents were sent on mission when we were young and it was just sudden it was like oh your parents are going on mission for two months or whatever like you'll be with these parents 
which actually at the time we kind of loved. We were like, yeah. Yeah, we were like amazing. Yeah. We were like, this is so fun. So harsh. So I don't think we were so young then. I think I was at least one time when they went, I was in high school. Um, So I think like that age, you're kind of like give or take with the whole parent situation. But our brothers Um, were pretty young still. Um, But it's just interesting how like it was basically seen as as long as you're like with the group, you're good. Like and you're part of like that big family and you defer to the authority of that instead of like your parents specifically so it's a very strange like setup it's like being in a family of you know 300 people who come and go like randomly in and out of your life super fast with um with like seeing your son making friends now and how we were like our childhood friendships. What do you think the similarities and differences are? I think the, like the biggest difference is like that. I encourage it a lot. Like I, I really like try to make his friends like a part of, you know, our life and have them over as much as possible. And um, because like, Friendships, I feel like, you know, are one of the most important things you can have in life. Um, And then as far as similar, I mean, I think kids make friends the same, like everywhere, you know, you, you find someone who likes doing the same things as you and you hit it off or you find someone you think is cool and you like tag along with them. Yeah. (laughs) And then. You try and be friends with it. No, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying I have such a funny memory specifically of like something I did with, I thought this one girl in high school was like really cool because she had like lived off of the commune for a while and so like she had street cred. And so like I spent a bunch of time with her And one time it was like Halloween and we didn't celebrate it um, because it was like seen as, you know, kind of a devilish witchy holiday. So not really the vibe of what we were, you know, doing in the commune. But we decided to like, we got this like giant chain and we went and got costumes on. We didn't tell our parents. We just did all this on our own. We like met in this room in this building with like this huge, and then we like dragged it around. Wait, where was this? I don't remember this at all. In New York, you're probably there, like judging me. Uh, I was in high school. That's so weird. I don't remember that at all. Anyway, yes, we like dragged it through the hallways, like trying to be spooky and like trick-or-treating yeah and like some people actually gave us candy but I think Uh we got in a bit of trouble later but not too much it was pretty you would have yeah that's the kind of thing yeah that's good oh my word you nightmare I still think Halloween is a um devilish holiday it's fun (laughs) 
Dear God, you're Fun such a you're prude. Fun if you're into that sort of thing. No, you I'm are kidding. such a prude. Oh I God. am. I am. Um, okay, so because I'm just so when I was really young, again in the UK, we used to have. I used to be friends with, like, <laughs> some some little boy. Like when I was little, I was friends with like some boys, right? But then why was when, that so hard for you to say? Like, <laughs> no, it isn't hard, but I was like, I can't say I'm friends with little boys. It sounds weird. But anyway, oh um, I was just trying to like word it properly. Anyway, um, so, but then when I moved to uh, here, not to here, to, the, to New York, I don't, there was like a point where we just stopped talking to the boys that were the same age as us. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember if that was, that was probably around like 10. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have a memory about this too. <laughs> what? There's this other kid when we moved to New York, there's this yeah. other kid in uh, my class and he was like tall. We are both tall and skinny. So people used to call him like daddy long legs and me mama long legs. Nice. And I was so embarrassed because people were basically saying like, haha, you should be a couple, whatever. And like, even though like we weren't allowed to date or anything, like they were just basically like trying to torture us. Yeah. And I was like, stop stop calling me that and then now i've reclaimed it as my instagram handle so now i love it oh yeah that's true that's funny i know exactly who that was as well do you uh let me think of his initials his first name started with n nope it wasn't oh, okay. him yeah it was it was a k his his name started with a k too which is funny weird yeah. Ah, okay. I don't. Know but yeah, we were like ten. So at, I guess that means around that time we started being like, "Oh, boys!" Like, but actually, I think that's pretty normal. Is it? I don't know. It's it's getting a bit better. I think like it's not quite as ridiculous as it used to be. But I definitely see it with like they. The kids at like 10, they start talking about it, you know, like, oh, so-and-so like has a crush. And then they're all embarrassed. Like, no, I don't like. That's true. They got all embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want people to know if they have a crush on someone. Oh, and it's so cute. I love it. I love like hearing all the gossip about everyone in, in my son's class. Like, who has a crush on who? It's terrible. I'm the someone worst. Someone needs to get some more things to do. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. But then from that point, so like I guess middle schoolers off the commune would probably be quite embarrassed about that kind of thing, like you're saying. But then mm. at some point, I guess high schoolish age, mm. they start to actually date. So we didn't have that sort of friendship. Yeah. Um, uh, like that was like verboten, which means forbidden in German. Um, so yeah, like we didn't have any 
male friendships till no. till like ever. I feel like we kind of like secretly did have like male friendships, but we definitely couldn't let anyone see that we did. Yeah, because when from kind of 10 onwards, it just got more and more intense. Like you just, yeah, be, until like high school, it was like really you cannot be talking to boys, otherwise, people are gonna suspect. But then, yeah. like when I was yeah. when I was living in Florida, I had I was I was like friends with the guys there. It was a bit it was a bit more chill. Was it? That's good. Not like, yeah, I think it was like we were maybe a bit more mature, but we were still really careful. But it was there wasn't that many of us. It was probably like ten people our age, so mm-hmm. we we would hang out more than I think. Like on the bigger communes, you would mm-hmm. kind of do stuff quite separately, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. But because we were like 10, 18 to 30 year olds, I guess we would hang out a lot. Um, I kind of have a sad story about like having a crush. I had this like super intense crush on this kid and in high school. Yeah. He was like the new kid. And I thought he was like so cute. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, whenever we would like play sports, I would always like, like soccer, I would always go try to like take the ball from him because he was on, I would always hope like, oh, I hope he's on the other team so I can try to take the ball. And like one time I came like running up behind him and he was like, oh my gosh killed us here like the elephant pound 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 and I was like (laughs) I was like so devastated like it was the worst thing that ever happened to me that's so funny because when you're that age anything your crush says is like the war that is so intense isn't it it's so intense I feel like I said that to me I'd be like yes I will crush you yeah 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 (laughs) but crush you literally um but yeah I feel like I was because we were so like restricted around like dating or feelings like that it made it so much more intense like so you ended up like romanticizing people to the point of like them being like having like a godlike status in your mind because you couldn't actually experience any reality of people really it was just like this fantasy so it's actually like I feel like it's really bad as far as you know like learning how to react or interact with the opposite sex yeah it definitely isn't great for you know, it reminds me of like those princesses and towers who are like, my prince is coming. Like they just completely romanticize them. And in fact, like they're actually some like dirty little dragon fighter. <laughs> Wait, because I still believe in that stuff. So don't burst my bubble. I don't believe you. You never even believed in dinosaurs, let alone dragons. Nah, come on. I do believe in dinosaurs. No, you but don't. Pod, I do. <laughs> I can't uh, be against science. Um, but it uh, says, like, were there specific people you missed when you left? 
Yeah, it was really intense for me because we were I was living, like I said, in Florida when I left and it was like 25 people total, 10 my age. So especially like we would spend all day together because we would we had a cleaning business. Um, so I really miss some of them. I mean, it was like going from seeing these people 24 seven because then mm -hmm. we all shared rooms and stuff and then yeah like not seeing them at all to be honest some of them i didn't get along with so good riddance what a relief but, but like some of them i really liked and like i remember this one lady she was quite a lot older than me because i was what like 18 i think she was like 35 um or older actually but uh we would we would like natter away um and like we got on really well and then like i just obviously didn't see her and then she moved to london she used to come visit me so that was oh nice. that's so yeah. nice it was nice it was good to see her again obviously by the, like by the time like by the time she came to visit me it was like five years later so like mm -hmm. my life had or even maybe yeah even more but like my life had changed a lot but yeah it was nice to catch up because um what about you did you miss specific people yeah i i formed some pretty close friendships um when i lived away from our family for a year in another commune because like you know you didn't have your family and um with a couple of ladies and I like would dream about them all the time. Like, you know, have like, I really miss them. And it's like, kind of like, you're just completely cut off in a matter of like an hour with like, you know, cause you leave and then everyone just stops talking to, to you immediately. And like, you just assume you'll probably never see them again at that point. So it's like this really weird thing. There's no kind of like slowly petering out or like, you know, it's just like a sudden end. And and add to that, like there's this kind of like level of shame because like when you decide to leave, everyone kind of like treats you as damaged goods almost. Like, so the minute you tell people you're leaving, like, ever and no one wants to touch you with a 10-foot pole yeah because um, they gotta like secure their positions yeah and so I had this like really really close friend um in when I lived like away from our parents and mm -hmm. I missed her so much and then one day I like heard from our brother our <laughs> older brother that he had married her <laughs> I was like, what? Was like two weeks after they got married as well. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. You were like, oh, how uh, the tables have turned. Cool, cool, cool. That cool, used cool, to be cool. my best friend. And also, I didn't even know she was marrying my brother till two weeks afterwards. Anyway, yeah. there's like a lot of like, weirdness there honestly <laughs> okay so with 
something I've noticed is a lot of people not from the commune have friends from their childhoods, right? It's mm -hmm. kind of natural. Yeah. Do you think because you don't have those friends or you do, but like you can't talk to them in daily life? Yeah. Do you think you've missed out? Ah, uh, I do see like some people with like these amazing friendships that have lasted for so long and they have so much in common. Yeah. Um, and they like go visit each other all the time and whatever. And I am jealous of that because like it's kind of hard to like reproduce that with someone you meet as an adult. Like it's just not quite on the same level usually. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we do have some friends from our childhood, but um, they like, in my case, they all live pretty far away. And like, you know, it's just, it's just different. Like, it's, it's not the same. Um, it is so cool when I get to see them. But it's not that often. And um, yeah, I mean, I think there's like, a certain value to like, you know, just having a hometown or, you know, somewhere you can go back and everyone's like, oh, hey, like, we remember you as, you know, a kid and just, but where it's not like a weird, yeah. like, commune, you know. Um, but also, oh. like, um, hi, friend. But it, I have found that, like, because... I've had to as an adult, like I'm quite good at making new friends, um, which is really helpful if you move around or, you know, or people get busy and then, you know, you have to, cause some people like if, if their best friend, like, you know, gets married or has kid or something and like, can't hang out as much, they're like devastated understandably. Cause that's like pretty intense, but like, I just feel like I've gotten really flexible with it to where I'm like, yeah. okay, like it's a season of a friendship and it's okay to have seasons and, you know, have different friends for different things and different levels of friendship. Like I find I'm quite flexible with that, which is a definitely or harsh. <laughs> Cause I'm quite good at going, Oh, okay. We ain't friends no more. That's not what I say. I just say, oh, she's like in a season. And maybe like we'll be friends more later or maybe like, you know, we had this beautiful thing and now it's time. Like, I don't know. I just see it as like anything in life where things change and it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just life. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm on the same page as you with that, really. I... Yeah, I, I do. I think especially when I see people having big occasions in their life, like getting married, then it's like all their friends from mm -hmm. oh, like, for example, we went to this wedding in Sicily, right? And I talked about it on the last pod. Go mm -hmm. listen if you haven't. Um, and so Fran is obviously friends from childhood with this guy with the groom. Then there was probably the majority were childhood friends. Mm -hmm. Then there were some people from like colleagues from his work now that I guess are his friends now. So I'm always that like 
friend from outsider. now. Yeah. yeah, an outsider, but it's just a different kind of relationship. It's still a really mm-hmm. um, valuable relationship, but I guess it's, but yeah, it's quite strange when I meet up with people I know from childhood, because I'm like, oh, this is like a whole, like these people really know Get where you. I'm coming from. Yeah. yeah it's like quite a like it almost I'm, it's hard to describe but I'm so used to um like not people not knowing about my past I guess that when I do meet I'm almost like a little bit like oh wait like this person knows about my past like, yeah you don't have to like explain yourself yeah and also I'm a bit like oh no <laughs> really i like it because i always feel like i'm having to explain stuff like to people which i guess i don't but it's either that or be like mysterious because there's some weird stuff that's like really hard to explain without like giving a whole rundown of like (laughs) it gets better as the years go by but like it's still kind of weird sometimes how do you make friends now like if like you've just moved to austin how do you make friends like what's your strategy yeah so i often like see if there's a some anyone with like a mutual connection that i can connect with because that makes it like a lot easier to make friends with them because you have this thing in common right like which is the person and -hmm. you can like you know talk about them and like and you know what, I don't know, it just really helps to have that in common. Um, And then also, like, for instance, I joined my gym pretty fast. And like, that's been really cool for making friends, because there's like, a gym girls chat. And like, everyone's like, Oh, we're going out here, like, you can come join. Um, Mm -hmm. And then also, like, I try with, you know, my son, my son's friends like <laughs> so awkward i actually told him i was like you need to make friends so i can make friends with their parents and he was like mom i don't think that's my job <laughs> <laughs> nice good yeah it's really he has good fun. boundaries for himself but you have to do that with as parents because like what yeah. you're gonna you're gonna be friends with people who your kids don't get on with that is not a strategy Yeah, you kind of have to, like, if they make a good friend, you kind of have to make at least acquaintances with their parents. Yeah, at least, like, drinking buddies. So hopefully you like them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you like them enough. Um, Okay. How do you make friends? Well, really similar, like, sports different sports it's not that easy it's it's weird in london because everyone a lot of people are being are quite transitory Mm -hmm. in that yeah they'll be here for a bunch of years and then they'll but like people move jobs it's it's not even just moving in and out of the city it's like moving jobs moving houses because people rent here so like Mm -hmm. they could move across the city and then lord knows you're never seeing them again that's just be traveling you guys. an yeah. hour across the city to see these people. That's just um, you guys. I went, I drove 30 minutes to go out with someone the other night. 
Okay, don't brag now. No, I just uh, feel like you wouldn't have done that. You would have been like, that's way too far. No, I mean, I do, I do travel to see people, but I just think also once they've moved across the river, that's it. Goodbye. You know, it's funny. It's similar here. Like yeah. everyone's like, do not have anything that you do regularly across the river because you'll it's just too far and there's like i'm realizing there's this whole like clan thing in like north versus south austin and south austin is where you would live because it's everyone who has dogs and hates kids and then <laughs> north austin is like all the families my gosh the clan yeah and like it's a rivalry i think I'm beginning to realize because like when I most of the people in my gym live in like South Austin and I'm okay. like, oh, I see. Uh -oh. They're like uh -oh. selecting you as like they're not be friends with her. They think they're like the cool people because they're like, we love dogs. We hate kids. Oh, my gosh. That is <laughs> they don't me. actually say that, but that's what I'm beginning to realize. That's the vibe you get. Yeah, yeah, but like, I think sports groups are really good. And um, then like places where other people are going to make friends. So there's like mm -hmm. groups, because a lot of people really, they have their friendship roster full up. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I there's no in breaking the into that. Yeah, and then like being uh i'm not this good i'm not that good at this but like asking people if you want to be friends with them so being yeah. like uh let's go for do you fancy going for a walk or like do you fancy do you want to be my friend <laughs> i just forced my way in <laughs> my god uh, like this girl's chat like someone was like does anyone want to go um to this like honky tonk bar <laughs> and i was just like count me in and then they like didn't reply to my reply no. so then they were still talking and to everyone else and i was like just send me the deets i'll be there and like i was like oh my god i'm so thirsty but then actually like we had a really good time it was just me and her and we had like so much fun and now we have like another plan to hang out so like you just kind of have because some people are like oh it's a new person like that's a lot of work like i don't know like they'd rather be in their comfort zone but but they're happy like once you like spend some time talking to them yeah but you kind of have to be like a little bit pushy sometimes to get past people's comfort zone if you want it like if that's your priority <laughs> which yeah that like does. broke my comfort zone you telling that story i can see um, you you're like chewing on a pen as if you're about to die you're cringing okay. the stress of it got to me <laughs> now but it's really interesting uh, this whole friendship thing because like i think you yeah you can be friends with people for a bit and then you make other friends but then like sometimes you keep really good people around 
and I always I never know how like much effort to put into friendships I mean I I'm like probably too much I think generally I'm not yeah. quite thirsty yeah are you um, I would not yeah because I like really like my friends like the people I like I'm like obsessed with to the oh point where it drives them away she's stalking them no not like that at all but like when I like I really like them like I get like really invested um yeah but I think that's okay I think it's like nice to be a bit thirsty so like people love when you're thirsty like they may pretend they don't but they're like oh my god this is so cool yeah but the other good thing about London and maybe you'll find it with Austin is like everyone's a bit not like a yeah like a bit weird to put it crassly yeah but like everyone's got their own thing going on and like it's slightly so they like in Sicily every like a lot of people there's like rules on how to do everything here Mm -hmm. it's like there's rules but like also just break the rules so I think that's something I really like about London yeah Austin's the same like it's literally their like motto is keep Austin weird so oh yeah I know yeah it's great because like you can be anyone here and like people are just used to like all kinds of characters like I went to the I have to tell you about this experience thing I had because I went to uh this meet up with my the girls from my gym at um at a spring and it's a cold spring it's this massive like the biggest pool I've ever seen that's not like a lake or an ocean and it's like mostly natural but they dammed it off to make it like really deep so it's such a weird way of saying Listen, I'm doing the American it's, measurement thing, okay? It's a pool, but it's not yeah. a lake or an ocean. And yeah, it's super cool. It's a cold spring, so it stays like really, really cold all year. Okay. Even in the super hot summer, which we're all dying right now. Um, and we went at night, and it's open till 10, so we went like 8, and it's dark, and like everyone's just like either sitting on the bank or jumping in and it was a full moon so everyone kept howling like (laughs) every two minutes there would be another howl that would start up and then everyone would join in like the there were probably like a thousand people there (laughs) and everyone just was howling oh my gosh I don't it was know how so I feel. It was so weird, and I Is loved it. Is that an American thing? I've seen that on like American reality TV, like <laughs> how, howling. Like I, I don't think it's story. necessarily like American. I think it's like more of like a hippie thing. Okay, but I watched this program, Love Is Blind, <laughs> which you know. Okay, this is like an amazing program, guys. They meet uh, in in boxes and they get engaged without sight unseen. Anyway, then so they all go on honeymoon. And like all the women know each other because they're all like in a corral waiting for the men. <laughs> and like the men are the same way. It sounds like the women. an animal thing. It's very, um, it's very basic. 
and then they go on honeymoon, all, like all the couples to the same resort. And like when they when they uh, um, conjugated their engagement, um, the boys, the the Fair. men. You said that so strangely. When they would have sex, basically for the first time, they would get the men would go outside and howl. What? You're joking, right? No, it's so bad. That is disgusting. I there. If I were to conjugate, as you would say, with someone, and then they went outside and howled. <laughs> That would be an immediate deal breaker. It's over. I know. Look, I I think it's ridiculous, but also quite funny for reality TV. But for then sure, like, yeah. the women all started howling as well. Like they would <laughs> not like necessarily after sex, but they would do the howling as well. And then like the men got really upset. Like that's our thing. And because like the women were like a little bit upset, obviously, because it's like a ridiculous thing to do anyway yeah oh that's so funny it's a yeah it's a very silly program but you gotta love it yeah well and so you were there with all your friends howling yeah well i didn't know any of them i'd like never met them before and i was just howling with them but how did you get to this place it was on your whatsapp group it was on the so basically if you don't have an instagram here you're not gonna make friends because everyone's like what's your instagram my gosh yeah and then so you friend them on instagram they add you to a group usually like you know gym hangout or whatever girls hangout and then not you on uh, we do that no on here it's on instagram no, people here don't use WhatsApp unless they are used to international travel. Like, it's so weird. Like, everywhere else in the world uses it except for America. Well, I don't think everywhere. I think, like, China has uh, their own, what is it called? I can never remember. Anyway, but, yeah, I think WhatsApp is quite prevalent. Uh, international. Okay. Yeah. So you use yeah, Instagram. So... Do you have yeah. another message? You have, um, what's that one where you send money? Venmo. Yeah. It's become like a social media platform, which is really weird. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand weird. why you'd want people to see who you're sending money to. Oh no. I hate that. So you can put it on either like public or private. So I have mine on private because that is so strange. I would not want people seeing that. But a lot of people put it public. It's so weird. Is it like... But I'm just thinking they're like wiring their Instagram hookups. <laughs> they slid into know, their DMs and then they slid into their Venmos. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, apparently like Instagram is the way. So... Thank goodness I had an Instagram because if I didn't, I would not have made any friends. <laughs> you would have been shunned. Yeah, essentially. Interesting. Um, so I don't know how that bodes for Simon, seeing as he doesn't use social media at all. So 
We'll see. It bodes ill. But we'll yeah, see, no. Was... Maybe he joins the gym and he finds some people there. Yeah. It was so weird. Like, so I didn't know anyone, but I went and joined and it was super fun. And we all like held hands and jumped into the spring. We are also supposed to like bring our exes for sacrifice, but no one did that. What? Like Your a face. like face. a like a doll of their body or something? No, like it was a joke, but people were like, "I'm gonna bring my ex and sacrifice him." Man, I don't. Yeah, I don't know about this joke. That's <laughs> next level. Anyway, that's fun. No, that sounds really fun. I'm happy you got to meet those crazy folk. Have you Wear talked women. to any of them since? Yeah, yeah. We've hung out. Oh my word. And I see them at the gym too. That's funny. I think in um in America or like where you are, it seems like friendship is like really fast. Here it takes ages to get to that point. Or maybe it's because you guys are all like standoffish there. Yeah, I guess it's and no here surprise. everyone's like super open and friendly, which is so mm-hmm. nice for people like me. I think you would hate it, but I wouldn't hate it, but I just think if you make friends that fast, then are they actually, like, how do you know if you actually like them? You just like them because they're, like, friendly to you. How do you know if you actually like the actual No, but person? if you don't, like, so you keep hanging out and you it peters off if you're not, like, super, Incredible. like, they, they're still in a acquaintance like you don't mind them but you're not gonna like form this really close bond whereas like yeah 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 so but like it's worth giving people a try you know and seeing if you get along it's like dating it's the same thing what i think loads and loads of partners (laughs) (laughs) what just like what are you talking about Oh, you're saying like give everyone a try. So, <laughs> what am I meant to infer from that? Uh, it's all good. It's no, all good. No, if you want to no, do that, no. that's fine as well. I have no problemo with that. Um, um, no, I just meant like you. If you go on a date, you like don't know anything about them usually, and then you go. And if you don't like, j- like if you don't really jive, then you don't go on more dates. Like, it's the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, to change topics slightly, I went and watched the Barbie movie this weekend. Oh, yeah? What did you think? Um, have you seen it? Yeah. I wasn't a massive fan. I feel like it got hyped up too much. I wasn't either. Oh, uh, really? Interesting. Yeah. It was just like... I mean, I love Margot Robbie. Like, she's one of my favorite actresses. Um, and of course, she did a fab job on it. But it just isn't my vibe. Like, it's too silly. Interesting. It was too... There was too many themes for me. Like, the mm. storyline was really... Um, uh, it was very confusing, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was just like, what is the actual story here? Like, what is the, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, there wasn't much of a plot, was there? And I felt like the part where the like the patriarchy it was there was interesting <laughs> points and i loved yeah margot robbie amazing and like all the costumes were really cool so that was good. yeah but, yeah yeah um i felt like the part where the patriarchy went to barbie land oh spoiler <laughs> alert it's too late probably but um, everyone's seen it says you're like the last one uh yeah well then so i watched it yesterday then today i saw like it over overtaken some other famous movies and i thought to myself well i had a little part in that um yeah anyway i just thought like that it just felt quite sad like i came away usually you know when you watch a movie and you come out of the cinema and you're like i am ready to conquer the world like some you of feel Marvel like you're films, in a movie like me yeah where I'm you feel like super inspired charging in slow motion through the parking lot yeah yeah and you want to like save the world that one i felt like quite sad like quite like oh shit like it's because i think their whole i um their whole thing with like the male versus female i just think like oh that's like quite a sad way to look at life um, yeah it was basically like it was so interesting i couldn't really get what their point was with it it was very confusing yeah i i think they were trying to say like oh this is a land where women have always been the default like the patriarchy but you know but i was just like but why does it even have to be like that? Okay. I mean, they made some good points about society today. Yeah. But, uh, then they were just, they just like took it too far, I think. And, it was like, dumb. The Ken guy was a, a doll. So why would he take on like the, anyway, I don't know. I didn't, really I think like you're it. overanalyzing it. I think the reason people loved it so much was because they grew up with Barbies and we did not like, we have no context for that. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. So like it, for most people it was like nostalgia and for us, it was like, what? So yeah, yeah I think that's, why. that's true. That's, that's absolutely true, actually, because there's like the Lego movies and stuff that people really like, but obviously like, well, I guess the Lego movie. I love the Lego movies. But like Mario Brothers, I did watch that. That was quite good. But like, if you really those games, it's like next level. Um, I did not want to watch that. Watched it in 3D. So that was cool. Because you know, the the bricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Luigi. Like, no, but that the storyline was really good. Those yeah, the like Lego movies story. are like superior, I think. Like they do this so well. Um it's so interesting, isn't it? But yeah, the Barbie I really think it was overhyped. They did but a my job. Favorite, everyone went to watch it, so the, well their marketing was absolutely next level good. Yeah. Whoever marketed that was should deserves like a million dollars or whatever or more. They probably made more than that. Um, but yeah, 
their marketing was amazing um, because they oversold it, which works for them, but <laughs> left us feeling slightly disappointed. Mm. Um, but my favorite part was like when all the Kenton dolls like did a like a dance off. <laughs> why, why was that your favorite? I don't even remember that. It was just really funny. Oh my god, I found the whole thing so weird. My so favorite cringe. part was when they um were <laughs> were smashing the baby dolls at the beginning. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you remember that? I didn't watch that. I was late. I went with friends, but I had an appointment, so I had to go like late, so I didn't see the beginning. Yeah. Nah, it was like jokes, but it was it was like saying like before Barbie, the kids used to only play with babies dolls. Yeah, and yeah. then it's like Barbie appears, and then all the babies are like, all the kids are like smashing the baby dolls, which was quite oh my funny. God, <laughs> you and I had baby dolls. Yeah, we only had baby dolls. We didn't ever have adult like Barbies, I guess. Mine was white and yours was brown. And mine wore oh, blue yeah. and yours wore pink. I totally forgot about that. Well, that's kind of nice. Yeah, very diverse. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what, what was, like I yeah, I forgot like about the, that. your doll was the only diversity in our commune. <laughs> it was like the it the was like the, the whole the token the yeah. token doll <laughs> oh my god uh. yeah anyway. but we should close do you have a word of wisdom for us um do you um i think with this whole making friends thing i think uh Probably if you're thinking that you want to hang out with someone and you're nervous to make the first step, I think make the first step. Like there's not, even if they, you know, they can't do it that day or something, they're probably really excited that you asked them mm -hmm. and they will be happy to meet you another day and like hang out. And then you slowly become Best friends forever. Oh, forever friends forever we will be. That's a song I learned from watching my son's school concert. It's very beautiful. <laughs> okay. Um, Have okay. a good week, everyone. To build on that. To build on that. Have a good week. Ciao, ciao. No, Bye. what were you gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say to build on that. Um, you know, I sometimes get this thing like this imposter syndrome where I think like, oh my gosh, like they're way too cool for me. That's like why they're not talking to me. And then at the same time, they're probably hopefully thinking exactly the same thing as you. Yeah, and so it's exactly. kind of like this Mexican standoff type thing. But if you just have the, the courage to be vulnerable and take the first, you know, step and like, just like you said, you say hi and then if they're like, often they'll be like, oh my gosh, yes, I'd love to hang out. And if they don't, it's totally fine. Like, it's not like anyone cares except for you.
like yeah it can be a bit embarrassing yeah. but don't but whatever it overtake you the embarrassment yeah just move on to the next on to the next yeah all right have a good week everyone right, have a good ciao, week bye 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 thank you for listening to skin and blister if you have questions or comments please email us at skinandblisterpod at gmail.com.